Good Thursday evening, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to another edition of the Sideline Junkies Thursday Night Throwdown. It's me, it's me, it's the big guy, KG, sitting in with none other than the incomparable, the insatiable, the man that says back the years, the Midnight Rider. What's going on, man? We got to get a better word than that insatiable, though. Well, I mean, you know, you're a Prince fan, so I mean, hey. <laughs> you start and stuff. On the other end, you got the man that pays all the bills. He says she he's everything she wants. He don't know why. He works so hard for her. The biggest Wham fan on the panel, the boss, BJ. You better stop telling them lies. Hey, I'm sorry. I was listening to Wham earlier and I was telling Xavier, I was like, young, this is everything she wants by Wham. That's like the 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 the, the epitome of the 80s right there. George Michael was a goddamn genius, man. I appreciate his music always. But that's just me. So uh gentlemen, first and uh foremost, how y'all feeling? Excellent. I'm doing good, man. Doing good. Me. That is me. I'm wondering, like, wait, where's the echo coming from? That's me. Uh, let's jump into this thing. Michael Winger is now the president of Monumental Sports, which covers the Mystics, the Wizards, and the Capital City Go Go. BJ, you're a wizard fan. Do you think this turns the team around and heads them in the right direction, or is this like a Jason Wright hire? Um, I, I can't tell you that right now. Um, all I can tell you is that this is a um, this is a handcuffed this is a handcuffed franchise, and that I'll judge him on if he can get number three out of here. It doesn't matter anything else. It, it and you know we'll be able to tell it, this franchise not is not about winning, so it doesn't like. I don't know where I want to go with this, but I'm gonna go here. This franchise has to be completely rebuilt from the bottom. This isn't a franchise that is ready to contend. This isn't a franchise that um, is you know mid level five six seed. This is a bad franchise. There's a bad franchise that's held together by popsicle sticks and Elmer's glue, and the Elmer's glue been sitting on the shelf for 20 years. So that's that's not good. This has to be completely rebuilt. All right, I don't care about the Mystics. I don't care about the Capital City Go Go. I don't care about any other of those teams. I, that, it doesn't matter. The Wizards. You have to rebuild the franchise. You have to get draft picks and guys in here that. Um, can commit to this franchise and have I'm not gonna say long term because nothing's long term nowadays, but you have to build guys and, and that want to be here and at the sign that guys don't want to be, you have to get them out. Oh god, completely. Um, I was saying, oh god, to that hat. Oh my goodness, I oh, know that's why I turned it oh. around for you. <laughs> oh. My butthole itching now. But hold, on, hold on, hold on, hold on. 
See, that's what happens when you don't want to acknowledge the greatest football, the greatest football program in the land. Oh my goodness! See now, here's the here's the delusion start. You need to call, and I don't want to name drop because they ain't sponsoring the pro the uh, the podcast. But you need to call Washington Gas and make sure it's not a leak over there. Because you know you're going to sleep on that shit. That's that's not good for you. Okay. Uh, let me let me wrap up my my wizards because I know Midnight Rider want to hop on this. Um. You know, I, I, I saw the, the news, I saw the announcement, and, you know, I felt, I looked through the comments, and there's some people that kind of echo what I say about number three. And if this is about winning, then you have to send them off to, I don't care if it's the Lakers, the Heat, I don't care where he goes, but in order for this franchise to move forward and be serious about winning and built with the Miami Heat is built, they're built with the Milwaukee Bucks is built, the Hawks, the Knicks. Um, uh, 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 I mean, name me somebody else. I just name the 10 other teams. Toronto. In, Toronto, Toronto. Had a yeah, I, Toronto, I'm just saying, you can name 10 other teams legit in the East Conference that's ahead of them that's actually tried to build something. And I know they haven't had a top five pick since uh, whenever. Um, but – it has to be rebuilt. Brad has to go. You know, I know he has the no trade calls, but it's a lot of work to do here. And this isn't a, unfortunately, this isn't like a, I don't think this is a two or three year thing. You can, you can have lightning in a bottle, depending on what type of, if you get rid of Bill, what type of capital you get back and what type of moves you can deal, you know. Um, but this is a long process. It's going to be a long process. This team is bad. From top to bottom, um, training, weight staff. This is a bad franchise. It's a bad franchise. They probably have one of the better facilities. Um, but other than that, it's nothing good about this franchise that you can be like, man, I can't wait to go see the Wizards next year. It's it's a crapshoot. It's a crapshoot. You and I and I, I'm gonna finish on this. You're telling me ten teams make the playoffs now, and you're not one of those teams. That is a major issue. So this man has his work cut out for him, and we'll see if Steady Teddy's about winning. I don't think it is. I think it's going to be anytime your 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 article about the new high and Bill reads that he Bill's content staying here, that's a loser. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I just don't have any way to say it. that's a loser talk. You don't want to go nowhere and win. You're not gonna win here. It's not realistic. I'm gonna stop there because we already at seven. I'm, I'm gonna stop. I'm passing on. Nah, finish your thought out because I, I I'm gonna be. I'm not gonna go ten. I I know I'm not gonna go ten. Yeah, I'm, I'm just. It, it, I think my thought is finished. I, I just. It's depressing as a Wizards fan, you know. Uh, and as a Wizards fan, I try to step back. As a basketball fan, as an NBA fan, am I am I being too harsh? And I I don't think I am. I, I, this is a franchise that will let you take, and I nothing. I know mental health is a real thing, but this is a franchise that lets you take mental health breaks and 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 go about your business. Whether it's a franchise out west that a certain somebody's playing for now and hasn't had any issues because it's not tolerated. And I'm not like I'm not I'm not saying people's mental health isn't serious. That's not what I'm saying. What I'm saying is. This is a lax franchise that lacks discipline and structure. 
And as much as I hate purple and gold, they have that. And they don't tolerate certain things. The Heat have that. You're not doing that in Miami. You can't even have a certain body fat in Miami. They eat Oreos here. They coming in with Chick-fil-A here. It's a, it's a bad franchise, and I refuse to I will not I won't be going to another wizard's name until this turns around. I refuse to spend my money. Um, I refuse to take my son to this and to watch this garbage. It's garbage. This is this is a this is a um just imagine a, a hundred foot waste management truck picking up a garbage bin. That's Capital One Arena. Just dump the whole damn thing out and set it on fire. Take it somewhere, take it to the Potomac, dump it, set it on fire. Put cement blocks on some of the people. Let them go to the bottom. Jesus, this is just, I, I can't do it. I, I didn't watch a Wizards game this year. I don't plan to this coming season until this changes. I, it, 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 some moves have to be made, uh, particularly this summer. I, 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 everybody else does it. The Lakers are going to do it. The Lakers are going to do it this summer. They're going to make moves, whether, you know, whatever it is. Um, the Nuggets, the Heat, the Celtics, everybody's going to make a move. So I'm going to leave it there. It's yours, Midnight Rider. I'm going to back off, baby. It's funny you said that spiel, that 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 feeling, because actually after listening to a lot of stuff today, I actually came away um, a little more positive about the move, way more positive than what you did. Um, it's not, I don't even know if it's that close. I'm not a Wizards fan, but some of the things that the guy said, I've heard some comments about um, him wanting to be build a constant contender. Um, him being able to set the tone for the franchise his way is another thing that I felt um, well, I heard a lot today. I'm going to be curious what happens in this press conference because I think the press conference will set the tone for everything else. Um, he's been really good about well, I feel like if we had picked somebody that was already in the organization, this change that they want wouldn't happen or wouldn't come. But because they went outside the organization, they went to a guy with the Clippers who's worked with Jerry West, who's worked with some winning organizations, um, even the LeBron-led Cavs the first time around. I just feel like there's an opportunity here for somebody new, fresh set of eyes. And what I've heard is he gets carte blanche walking in the building. He's here kind of the same way that the new commander's owners are coming in. He's coming in and it's his slate to create. He's creating whatever the, the, the footpath, the footprint of this organization for the next three, five, ten, however long he's here, that's his opportunity. Now, I'm told that he's not doing GM duties. He's going to actually hire a GM, and I'm going to be curious about that. Another thing is, if you look at the Clippers, the Clippers have a type of athlete they draft. Um, they like big guards and they like athletic wings. So if you start seeing that transition into this roster, I think you can start seeing him make his footprints on what this team will be and can be. And I think that's where the change is going to come. And I think the biggest change for me is not honestly, Bill. For me, it's if they move West Jr. Some If he moves West Jr. out of here, that's going to show me a lot. Or if he reconstructs this coaching staff and it's something that he likes, that's going to show me something as well. So I'm, I'm, I'm optimistic because the guy's got a path of where he's had success. And the question is going to really be, 
is Uncle Teddy going to let him do everything that he wants to do? Because that's the key. That's the kicker. Because from what I've heard on Hoffman's show, on Chris Russell, I'm heard that he has the ability to make any change he wants to make. He gets to come in, take an um, eyeball of, the, of what they have, and then assess it, and then move either direction. If he feels like he got to blow, uh, blow it up, he can blow it up. And if he feels like he's just got to do some tinkering, he can do the tinkering. So that made me optimistic, but I still want to hear from the horse's mouth come next week. I think it's June 2nd or 3rd, West Preston. <clears throat> well. Hmm. I'm, I'm getting threatened with eyes right now, so I, I had something playing, but I can't do it. <laughs> so I'm going to go ahead and just read off the script here. Um. Winger was the director of basketball operations. And oh, it says Michael Winger to the Wizards, Mystics, and Go Go. Who? That's not disrespectful. Let me tell you who he is. Uh, he became the director of basketball operations and team counsel for the Cleveland Cavaliers under Danny Ferry, DC, uh, who was general manager at the time. During this time with the Cavaliers, the team reached the Eastern Conference Finals twice. Winning one of those series to advance to the finals in 2007. Winger worked with LeBron, Shaquille, Mo Williams, and Ben Wallace. I don't know why Mo Williams on that list. Uh, while with the Cavaliers. In 2010, Winger became the assistant general manager of the Oklahoma City Thunder under Sam Presti. During his tenure with the Oklahoma City, Th- City Thunder, the team reached four Western Conference Finals, which resulted in one NBA Finals appearance in 2012. Winger worked with three future NBA MVPs and Kevin Durant, James Harden, and Russell Westbrook. Winger had many different responsibilities while with the Thunder, including selecting players in the draft, executing trades, and retaining and resigning existing players and free agents. Some notable draft selections include Mitch McGarry, Reggie Jackson, Stephen Adams, Andre Robertson, and Cameron Payne. Uh, He was the general manager out with the Clippers. He's responsible for putting together the Kawhi Leonard-Paul George uh, tandem, and they reached the 2021 Conference Finals and had a winning record every year under his tenure. If that is any indication of what you're getting, okay, it sounds good, and I see BJ shaking his head, but how many people have come to this city? And I don't know, it's like a black sports cloud over our city right now. How many people have come to this city with that type of resume and it just not translated? You know, if we go back, let's go back. Lombardi came in in 69. Winning tradition, turned the team around, winning tradition. George Allen, same thing. Joe Gibbs, same thing. And it's like after that, it falls off. You know, we, we get guys like Doug Collins. He came in. He couldn't he couldn't get this team over the hump when he was here. Eddie Jordan did. Eddie Jordan put together a really, really good squad. But after that. What have you had? So, I mean, I think this. Wait, no, I just think this guy brings um, a vision, and I think the the difference is going to be them actually executing whatever this vision is, um, and them actually having a purpose. Because you guys tell me, I don't think I've heard a plan from Washington, um, even even with Tommy. Tommy said what he was trying to do, but Tommy was just like, "Hey, I'm gonna get these three guys together." And we're going, we, 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 we got a good team. Well, you didn't have a good team because you went 35 and what you call it, and you missed the um, play-in game. So that tells me something right there. When you have guys questioning 
accountability. Again, I'm gonna always come back to that. That is an issue for me. So this is hopefully what we're getting from Mr. Winger is that thing, that accountability, that structure, that plan, that process. And, and here's where I have a problem with it. He's only been the GM title with the Clippers, right? Right. Everywhere else he had a hand in it. He was an assistant. So the Cleveland tenure isn't impressive because all they had was LeBron James. They never built a team around him. If they had got him one player to come there, they may have won a championship. We always talk about that when we talk about LeBron's legacy, how good he was his first tenure in Cleveland, carrying garbage pail kids to the NBA finals and to the East championship, right? The second tenure, he had his hands in it. Okay. Um, you know, cool, not really impressed. The third tenure is was worrying me because Kawhi Leonard and Paul George don't play any damn games. So, so he'll be right at home with Bradley Beal. And that that's my issue. That's my issue. Midnight Rider just said it. This this team needs accountability and structure. If that's the structure, when you had your hands in it, you were in charge, and that's the structure you put in at the Clippers, he'd be gone in three years. They're gonna I mean, they're gonna build they're gonna build he's gonna build another nucleus around Bill. They're gonna miss the playing game, or they're gonna be tenth or ninth. They're gonna get bounced. I I mean, like you know, you don't have no chance, you know, no option but to give him a chance now, but. Just listen to big guy explain his tenure, like the Cleveland tenure. I, I wouldn't even put that. If I'm putting a resume on Indeed, I don't put that on my resume. Nah, nah, I was I was dead. I just I was born in uh 2010. I wouldn't put that Cleveland. That's not impressive. If you were a part of that Cleveland team with LeBron James, I wouldn't put that on your resume. That's that's not an impressive feat. You had the greatest player come out of high school, probably. Or one of the top ones. I know what you. I knew you was gonna find your face, and just that much help. That team might have won a championship. Maybe. Maybe. Maybe they had nobody. They had nobody on that team. They had nobody on that team. And you know, I, the Oklahoma City. Yeah, they they didn't stay. They didn't stay together long enough. That nucleus didn't stay together long enough. They bounced. But but they found a Harden in that situation. Because nobody really had Harden being a superstar. They um, did. With the Clippers, you got Terrence Mann, who was a second-round draft pick. I love Terrence so, Mann. So, so, so what, all I'm saying is, I understand, you, you've you been beaten down, downtrodden. Like, you, you like the bubble gum on the bottom of somebody's shoe uh, right now. But, and I understand that. And I can see... Where like no matter what the move is, until it flashes the, the right way, you're not going to change your thought process. And I appreciate that because I knew that even when the move happened, I was like, if he on the show, I already know what he's he gonna say. So so it's it's I, I like that. Um and I hope this dude can come in here and change your mind. Because again, like I said, everything I hear is nothing but good things. Um DA, David Aldrich had nothing but good things to say about him. So when I hear the people that are in the business, I kind of get okay. We got a chance, and the pro. And again, the key is going to be. And, and KG says something 
that was almost prophetic and da- damn near a tease. But when you, this organization, the city has an issue with um, picking people or having people come in here and being successful. But the other problem is sometimes, and I'm gonna say outside the nationals, but sometimes when the owner's in the way or the owner won't let you do what you wanna do, that handcuffs you. So we see that with the command. Uh-oh. Well, I, I'll pick it up until you come back. If you can hear his midnight ride, he's having some technical difficulties. And I, I get where he's where I get I get where Midnight Rider's coming from. Um it's just it's so much work to do coming in here. Uh I was hearing Tra- Trajan Langdon may be the GM. I was hearing rumors about that. So but it's just so much work to do. And the only Pete, now don't get me wrong, I know people want Kuzma. Um, the unicorn, uh, Porzingis came in here, played decent. Um, so, you know, he might have a trade value. But in order to really rebuild your franchise, you're not going to get a superstar to come in here. If you do trade for, let's just say you get an Anthony Davis by accident, that's not going to work. That's not going to work. He barely plays. And he's already proved that he's not an alpha male when it comes to um, his place on the court. He's proven that. So you can't have two beta males playing with each other. It's just going to cancel out. You're going to be in a 10th spot in the playoffs or the 11th, and you're going to miss it. So it's a lot of work to do. It's a lot of groundwork to be laid. And like the Midnight Rider said, it still depends on what Steady Teddy is going to allow. Steady Teddy been doing this, hiring and firing, trying to make it look good. And it's like, it's to a point now he's just become one of those owners where I got a team and I'm okay with, you know, 7,000 people coming, five, 6,000 people coming and being on TV, get my revenue going home. But you know, that's, that's, that's is, what is, he's been out of the way for so long. You know, he doesn't really meddle too much. I don't believe that. He, does, he, he doesn't. Still, okay. You still got to meddle. Let, let me rephrase that. Because when I say what if, hold on. What if I always say it? Even people bash Dan Snyder. You're not going to have me be an owner of a team. Every decision still needs to come across my desk. I need to talk about it with you because this is my checkbook still. Yes, I want you to run a franchise. I don't know anything about basketball, okay? But when we make major decisions, we getting rid of Bill and his contract, we need to talk. I'm the owner of the team. We need to talk, baby, because I need to know what the luxury tax is going to be. I need to know what the ramifications salary two or three years if you're smart three four years five years down the line how much the other team is picking up what assets we getting back i might be like look man i i did hire you but i don't like that deal i don't like that but then if you have an owner that's sitting back like uh now i'm good what we got we getting eight thousand people in here i'm getting the tv revenue i'm good Good. but now when you got a hot I don't when even you, really want this team. When you got an owner that sits back and lets the basketball people make the basketball people, he says, I'm going to make the – I'm going to deal with the fan base. I'm going to deal with, you know, people coming in the stadium. I'm going to deal with that. When you got an owner like that, people complain. Oh, why is he worried about the price of popcorn instead of the product that's being put on the floor? Because I hire people to put the product on the floor. I'm worried about you having the fan experience and you wanting to come out here. Yeah, but you, you, you're always going to have somebody to complain about something. Oh yeah, it's, 
if, if Ted was writing checks and they were losing, you had somebody complaining about, oh, he's spending all his money and they ain't winning. You, you pay your superstar and you miss the playoffs. I'm complaining. You hire this guy. People, people it doesn't matter what you do. Somebody's going to complain. But here's the thing. When you develop a track record of things, when you develop a track record over years, when you let mediocrity happen over years, and you become one of these franchises that out of the 20 years, you might catch lightning in the bottle once or twice. You might make it to the second round. You might have an exciting team, an exciting backcourt, but you don't go no further than that. You might get the first pick every 20 years and just be your luck that that first pick isn't it's a good player, but ain't a great legendary player. It's not a franchise-changing player. That's this franchise. How, how long has he been the owner of this franchise? A fish, well, you know, he was part owner under uh, Abe. Abe. He was part owner. He took over when Abe, he took over fully when Abe died. He took the caps first. And that was another thing. Abe Poland died in 2009. You know, they waited until Abe died to trade Antoine Jameson because he wouldn't have it. He wasn't having it. He was like, you're not trading Antoine. Yeah. He didn't want that big three broke up at all because he was like, those are his guys. He stood on that. They waited until he died to break that up. The morning he died, they traded Antoine Jameson. Like, I don't get it. But Fellas, we, we got to wrap this up because we eight minutes from tip-off. And I know ain't nobody going to be watching this when we tip-off. True indeed. Let me let me say this about <laughs> Porzingis and then we can go on. Porzingis had career highs in points, field goal percentage, and steals with the Wizards. I don't think you let Porzingis go. I think you keep Porzingis and you try to say, hey, let me pair him and, and Kuzma together. See what you can get for Bill. If you can get a D'Angelo Russell, take it. But no, no, no. No, I'd rather have Paul George. <laughs> that that look of no, no. I'd rather have Paul. I'd rather have. Uh, 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 I don't even know. I don't even know. Somebody on somebody's bench is not playing. Give me Russ back before that happens. Well, I, I would not. No, absolutely not. Absolutely not. Absolutely not. Well. Switching gears and uh Moses Malone has got to be the greatest high school basketball give, player. Give me Dylan Brooks. Hey, at least you know you're getting defense and at least uh 15, 16 points a game. Give me Dylan Brooks. Perm that hair and come on here and and, and and play some defense. <laughs> oh shoot. All right, we got the Heat versus the Celtics tonight. Uh Heat up 3-1. They lost the other night. Let me back that up. Uh we had them winning, but they lost. They lost. Uh, God bless America. Stop playing with me. Uh, they lost because they couldn't. They stopped closing out on defense. The Celtics hit a couple of shots. Next thing you know, they started feeling good about themselves, and they decided they didn't want to argue no more because everybody was getting this. And the key is going to be just when they get down, will they fight? Remember, remember we talked on we talked on the podcast before, and I said uh, when Boston was playing Philadelphia, I said they should win, but I'm kind of unsure about Boston. They kind of they got mollywopped in the finals last year, and I know Tatum's still young, 
But I don't think this Boston squad gonna work. This is over. This is not. There's not gonna be no well, miraculous three nothing. Then Boston come all the way back. This this series is over, man. Because Boston showed me not the game before the game, not the last game, but the game before that. They showed me everything I need. No, they quit. They quit. Miami, Miami took their shoe with no Vaseline, stuck it in their asses, and they quit. There was no fight left at all in the Boston Celtics. They completely quit. I don't know if that's a reflection of the coach, but they've been they do that a lot. They just they just come out and it's like, ah, yeah, we don't feel like it. And I've seen that a lot. It's the youth. It's the it's the age. I think all their stars are under 26, maybe. Um, and they're just it just happens that way for them. For some reason, I don't get it. And honestly. Uh, Brown, he might be in Washington. That might be your your bill get out of jail free card. You might not. I mean, that might be your best option. I'm just saying. Yeah, wait. Here's the thing. Because he's all NBA, so he qualifies yeah. for a similar contract. That might be your get out of jail, get out of bill free card. I ain't gonna say jail, but get out of bill free card. And you know who you, you know who you bring in with him. Not even playing, not even being facetious. You go call Kimball Walker. No, you don't. You call Kimball Walker and see if you want to buy tickets. You're not getting Kimball Walker. Kimball Walker? Did he, did he knock your camera down? Look, I'm trying to help you here. You ain't helping. You're making it worse. You, you're not helping at all. You're not, you're not helping help at you all. Here. Now you're not helping. Give me Dwight. I go. I go to China to get Dwight Howard first. I don't know if Dwight coming back to DC. No, I'm just saying. I I, I don't want Kemba mm. Walker. You you yeah. act like I said. I, I said go you know. Me, hey, call Miami and see if you can get Bob McAdoo. I mean, let me see. You should have Bob McAdoo on your bench. But let me let me Muggsy Bowes. I see if he can still play. I don't want. I don't want. I that's another play you can have on your goddamn bench. But that's just me. I don't want Kemba Walker. Kemba Walker. No, sir. Mm-mm. Oh, sir. Uh-uh. Nah. The Bulls need him. The Bulls need him. Hey, no, we're, we're good. We're trying to get rid of Zach Levine. We're, we're okay. So let's let's go ahead and get predictions real quick and then just get out of here. I'm Miami tonight. Heat 125, Miami. Celtics 96. I think it's another quick game from Boston. I think they, they might, Miami beat somebody at least 15 tonight. I, I just – when you see that, that's alarming. When you see that, yeah, but, man, your your life your your playoff live is on the line. It's just like what, like nah, uh, uh-uh. uh. And I have this thing. I know we gotta get out of here. Ain't no way y'all lose that game like that. And the bench is playing. Y'all get y'all asses back out there and finish that. Y'all get back on the floor. Y'all lost it. Y'all gonna be on the court when this when that when them triple jewels here. Y'all gonna be on the floor when y'all down by twenty. Y'all be embarrassed. Not these guys. These guys didn't do this. Y'all are responsible for this. Y'all get back on the floor and finish this. But I know we live in that's that's me being old school. We can't treat players like that. They gotta have a fourth place trophies and they gotta be coddled. And when they do wrong, like coach, you can't yell at me. I know I did wrong, but I need positive reinforcement. Boy, if you don't shut your ass up and go sit on the bench somewhere, matter of fact, while the game is going on, you go run laps. And when you finish the 20th lap, you come holler at me. Come holler at me. I got one. I got one more thing. I'm gonna let you go, man. All right. I got one more thing before we leave. Go ahead. Let me tell you something. 
when you become a fan of the game, right? And when you watch somebody start their career all the way through, you watch them grow, you watch them be perfect off the court. And when you get to a point in their career where you're watching them and they're not able to do things they were able to do before, it's crushing as a fan. I watched that game four and I watched LeBron James struggle physically, mentally tired, physically tired, and it's, it's not his fault. It's not his fault. We I talked in the beginning, I said that needed to be Anthony Davis's team. He needed to be the dog for LA to be where they needed to be, and he wasn't. And J.J. Reddick said he's a beta male, and he is. He absolutely is. But to watch LeBron James like three years ago, that last shot, LeBron James would have probably put that in somebody's mouth. He would have put that in somebody's mouth. He, he, he is, He's hurting. He's tired. You can't ask a 38-year-old man to play the minutes he's playing and have no support, no help. And the help that Anthony Davis gives – would have been great in New Orleans, but that's what I talk about. When you had certain franchises, that's average help, kid. That purple and gold, that's average help. That's average help. That's not what we need. We need more than that. The Wizards, they, the Wizards, the Wizards uh, upstairs, the current Wizards staff, they would have been on their hands and knees. Like, that was great. The Lakers is like, you're going to New York next year, son. <laughs> we don't, that we need more than that. But, I don't know what LeBron's going to do. I know he wants to play with his son, but it might be time. He's coming back. So real quick, I, I'll take the heat. It's a nice game. To the Laker questions or comments, um, I totally agree with you. And I think the part of the problem was, you know, he had that foot injury that he was supposed to miss time for. And they fixed it enough to get him through. And I think towards the end of this series, it actually showed that it was it was damaged more or he was in more pain than he was letting on. Um, like, he didn't see the lift, especially in the fourth quarter. Uh, and I didn't understand why he didn't become a power forward and put his back to the basket instead of being a jump shooter. But, I mean, that's that's something that you have to accept willingly um, in your career. So, I mean, that's all I really got to say on that part. And I, But I do think he's going to be back next year. And we'll be revamped. Hey, and if y'all want to give a bill, we might take him from you, so. Well, I always say I'll drive him over there. Y'all can have him because right. it's not like it's not like you giving Bill up it, because you're on the cusp of a championship. Y'all can have him. Okay, I'm here. I'll take him. And then he he gonna he gonna do the same thing Anthony Davis do. He's gonna give you a hot twenty eight on thirty eight shots. You can have him. <laughs> I'm, I'm gonna say this. As far as the Wizards go, revamp the coaching staff. I think West Jr. does fine, but he needs backup. The guys he have on the bench ain't enough backup. See, there you go. But he needs backup. Front office, get yourself together. As far as the Lakers go, uh, they'll be back. Um, if Miami wins tonight, that means they face uh, Denver. And I wonder if that bad blood is still there from two years ago. Y'all st- keep that same energy y'all had when y'all was standing in the tunnel. Acting like fake gangsters. That's what I want to see. I want to see y'all go stand in the tunnel then. Because, I mean, most of the players still in. You know, I know Jimmy, 
Jimmy's my man. You know, he was like, hey, come, come down the tunnel. That whole picture of y'all standing in the tunnel. Fake do that shit gangsters. now. I want to see that now. Fake gangsters. Because here's the thing. Here's the thing. Y'all talked all that trash about Jokic. But when his brothers got up and got involved, y'all simmered the fuck down because y'all know them boys ain't no, they ain't no slouch. They, 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 them boys are, uh, I can't say the K word, they are unalivers. They, they got a job elsewhere. So I, I, I see y'all simmer down. I want to see if y'all got that same energy. This is going to be a good series if it happens when the finals start. But tip-off is now. Uh, go Heat. Go Jimmy Buckets because I really need this Heat Nuggets series. I need it. So, uh, gentlemen, we did it. We we kept it under time. Uh, I guess we'll be back either Sunday. Well, definitely be back on Saturday night. But Sunday morning, we got to come in. We got to preview the, the finals. Hopefully, we'll be previewing the finals. But until next time. That's the boss, BJ. Over on the other side of him is the Midnight Rider. We are the sideline junkies. Remember, y'all, we don't do no overtime, baby. We are out of here.